It is Monday, March 19th, 2018. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. With me, as always, is Mr. Raj Geary and Matt Morgan will be coming along here momentarily. Raj, how are you doing tonight? Good, man. How are you? I'm good, man. So uh, I guess we should start with, with the big first news that literally on this podcast, you said it couldn't happen. Matt said it'll never happen. Even Meltzer was saying, oh, no way this ever changes. WWE changed the name of the fabulous Moolah Battle Royal at WrestleMania. It's now the Women's Battle Royal. Thursday, it went down, man. Wrestling Inc., first outlet to break the official quote from Snickers, uh, giving their official position on the matter. And shortly thereafter, the WWE said, hey, we're changing the name. Snickers was, well, really satisfied with their decision to do so. And the reason this happened is because of the fans and the outcry specifically on social media, but more importantly with contacting Snickers and uh, getting the sponsor of WrestleMania to have to take a stand on this. Yeah, I cannot remember a time that, you know, clearly they weren't caving into fan pressure, right? Yeah. Because there was, hey, what's up, Matt? Hey, guys. Go ahead. I'm listening. Sorry. We are talking about the, uh, you, you, I'm sure you heard the Fabulous Mula Battle Royal name was changed. Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> Some... Uh, I think there was a, a, a an agitator among our mists, among our mists <laughs> that's uh, responsible for that. <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, you know, I think Glenn was uh, one of the main guys that started the the contact Snickers thing, and that that did it. I was just about to say how um, WWE clearly wasn't bowing down to fan backlash on SmackDown the next night after all the backlash. They were like doubling down on it. They re-showed, they re-aired that fabulous Moolah promo. <laughs> then they yeah. had Carmella cut a promo about, you know, Moolah and how she was fabulous and, and all this. And then uh, Snickers was contacted. Um, we got the statement first uh, where they said it was unacceptable. And within hours of that, uh, they announced that the name was changed. So one of the few times you've seen the... Uh, you know, uh, an, a concerted effort, an online effort actually result in uh, a WWE, not necessarily a booking change, but a, um, <coughs> a change in plans. That's a big change. That's who they equate to their female Andre the Giant. Right. And, and that got changed. And it, what I said is if, if so many people felt so strongly about something, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah. If so, if so many of you, you know, if people felt so strong about this and and spoke up about it, led by Glenn, no question. <laughs> as soon as I heard that, I was like, "This is Glenn." I told my wife, "I go, Glenn, Glenn set this off." <laughs> and I go, I'm being I went, yeah. she started laughing too. I'm like, "I'm not." I go, "I'm being serious." That like he did. Um, go back and watch the timelines of all this. Go back and track every story that was covered on this, and. Glenn was one of the first, if not the first. I didn't hear anybody else say specifically contact Snickers, folks. Well, and, and, and I kept saying, like, oh, my God, we're going to get so much heat for this. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I know. Actually, you know, 90, 99.9% .9 of the tweets I personally got were very supportive of this and in agreement. Yeah. And believe me, you know, I, I talked about this. I actually posted a bit of an explanation on my Twitter. I don't publicly talk about a lot of my positions on things, I think. Look, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. There's a lot more qualified people, and you can find people that share your views to talk about them. I was telling my wife this, you know, I only publicly really take a stand on something if I really believe in it, and I really believe I'm in the right on it, first and foremost. Who, um, 
And in this, you know, look, lots of people were tweeting at Snickers. Um, people retweeted me about contacting them. There was a big Reddit thread where people talked about talking about Mars Incorporated. The one thing I will take credit for is this, and this is why Reddit or this is why Wrestling Inc. got the statement first. Wednesday after this podcast, I looked and I saw there were no quotes from Snickers. No one even mentioned Snickers in the articles about the backlash. So what I did, having hmm. been a journalist, you know, half my life um, and working in advertising currently, I sent out something to Snickers corporate communications and said, hey, I, I'm a podcast host. I'm looking at this story. Does Snickers have an official statement on this controversy and on this match name? And then what I did is I went on Twitter <laughs> and I tweeted at David Bixenspan and Sean Ross Sapp and all these Every journalist I saw that wrote a story about it, I said, hey, did you email Snickers? And I even DM some of them and said, here's the person at Snickers to email, ask them for a statement. Wow. So we got it first, 6.24 a.m. Pacific time on <coughs> Thursday. We got a, the statement from Snickers. I frantically was getting hold of Raj saying, dude, we got we to gotta run this. We have it first. Uh, we got the story up, and then shortly thereafter, the WWE announced that they were changing the name. Now, Snickers in their statement said they're going to express their disappointment to the WWE, but clearly, so we went from 6.24 in the morning, Snickers said we express our disappointment. To and they said later. in that first statement, too, they said it was unacceptable. Unacceptable. Yeah. Um, and so I think, look, if the fan outcry and comments hadn't been there, if the social media hadn't been there, Snickers would have ignored right. this email from me. Right. Who the hell am I? Yeah. Well, but the fact that there was something there, they issued a comment. Yeah, people just don't take one person's word for it. That they 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 just simply Google search in the search engine. You know, I don't know, fabulous Moolah he over you know what she's done back in her day. Whatever have you, they put something in that search engine to follow up on it, and that's where all those uh, fans comments and, and and like you said, other uh, um, former um, uh, writers of such as yourself, you know, made 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 a lot of noise about this. And, and rightfully so. You feel strong about something. This is the way this world is supposed to work. This is the way our country is supposed to work. And, you know, it's something that obviously enough people felt strongly about. And where there's smoke, there's fire. So, you know what I mean? I just think this was, this was good on, on, all, on all things around. I, at first, you know, if you guys remember my stance on it was, you know, um, if, th if this was really something that was, you know, you know so, so, so 1,000% bulletproof true, you know, there'd be all these stories we'd be hearing and this and that. The bottom line is, even if there's just one story, yeah, the, you know what I mean? The, the, and people should be up in arms, and they are up in arms over it, then friggin' speak out on it and, and let your voices be heard. And um, I'm always a fan of that. I'm always going to be a fan of democracy, and, of, of running, its, running its, um, its, its game. And that's the way this is supposed to work here in our country. Yeah, and I think... Um... Yeah, it, it's one of those things that really backfired oh. in the sense that so many people did not know this about Moolah. And I she didn't. Had, she, yeah, you didn't. A lot of wrestlers didn't. I got educated uh, on this show while you got, like Glenn told me, all these details. Yeah, so what ends up happening is WWE does this. It becomes very public about her past. Now she's not remembered quite as the legend that WWE has always made her out to be. Yeah. Uh, her past was exposed and they changed the name back. So it's like WWE exposed Moolah's past kind of, uh, you know, um, I don't think they it really backfired. Do, do you think that they knew every bit about this? No, no I think they, I think they had to have, I think at the top Vince and Stephanie and in, in, in the information, te you know, technology, they like the era that we're in right now. 
Well, remember they uh, they aired that video package on Jimmy Snuka last year after he passed away, and you know what happened with him. So th- they know they'll ignore parts of history for for their narrative. So. Yeah, you know, Cornette. I listened to Cornette's take on this today, and what he was basically I saying. It. I saw it being advertised. Was yeah. Uh, it's a, well. So first thing he said: Look, anyone that knows Mula knew that. I mean, I'm paraphrasing here. Knew that she was exploiting her students to some extent. They had no idea it went this bad. But then again, it probably wouldn't surprise anybody who was around during that era of professional wrestling. Any of the allegations against her. Um, and basically, he went as far as to say that Vince might have known about this, but Steph thought of Mula as this grandmotherly like figure that she grew up with, and that the people working there in creative by hook, line, and sinker. You know, and we're not just talking about uh, the writers, but we're talking about the cameramen, the editors. They buy into the fantasy of whatever the WWE pushes, so they didn't know. And we we saw how many people reported last week. The wrestlers didn't know. The women that were putting no, love over on the promo had no didn't. idea. Of course they no. didn't. Yeah. I did. I t- you saw my reaction live yeah. on this <laughs> show when you informed me about all this. And I remember, like, because you don't want it to be true. No, that God, woman, no. That, that, I'll go back to what I said. Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling. She was the female everything as yeah. far as a former, as far as a female wrestler goes, perception wise, back in the 80s when we were all kids. And that's all I knew of her. And that's all I wanted to know of her. I didn't want that to be true. Yeah. yeah. You know, that kills my child, kills a little bit of my childhood memories of wrestling. She was a huge part of it, you know, and it's, it just sucks that it has to be true, you know, but it is, it is true. Apparently, I mean, enough people spoke up about it and, and let's say that it is just one case. Let's say we're, let's say best case scenario that there is only one person here that this happened to, but obviously so many people saying it's not true and Cornette kind of (laughs) saying what he says and adding to it, that there's more than one student where that, that will come forward with this or maybe not because it's happened so long ago. Even if it's just one, that's one too many. Yeah. And then that was my thing to begin with. It's not about even taking a stand. I mean, look, everyone can agree that if what was accused of, if she did it, we can all agree that that's wrong. What I'm saying, and this is, this is my point with it is that here we are in the build to WrestleMania. They're being so great to do uh, all of this for the women, why put this cloud over it and change the narrative? What did I miss really quick? Because I had to use the bathroom when they went through the women's really cool video package. Yeah, yeah, way. women's history. Uh, yes, uh, for, for, for women's wrestling. And they, the last thing I saw was the Mae Young Invitational. Well, no, no, they just showed that Mae Young. Thing? Yeah, they just showed Mae Young. But um, was there, what, there was what, no what, Mula, there was no reference of Mula in that video package. But then they say now next is going to be the battle royal first one ever. Uh, they actually talked a bit about the documentary that is debuting on the network tonight called Empowered, and it's about uh, the Women's Royal Rumble and the build up to that. So that's dropping on the network, and they didn't draw attention to it, but they did refer to the Women's Battle Royal at WrestleMania. Impassive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there was no, there was no bullshit. video package or anything on it. And I hope that that's not like clouded now because they took her name out. They're going to give it a different name, or they're just, call it- they're just calling it the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal, which <sighs> I think the, is good. This I is think still that's the first good. one ever, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, they did. Remember, well, they did that one, the Santino Morella one. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Duh. Of course, yeah. Yeah, but it's, we're it's not going to like the first serious one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's yeah. uh, let's get to Raw here. We got a. We got Absolutely. Johnny Bra- that, John Bravo and his yes. video and Roman Reigns. Oh my God, so much. Stuff. And that's the point. Daniel Thank Bryan. God, we don't even have to talk about the controversy anymore. We can focus on the build to WrestleMania. Tonight's Monday Night Raw started with uh, Kurt Angle coming out saying Brock Lesnar was there. Roman Reigns was not. But oh no, Roman Reigns suspended shows up. Only to get into a confrontation with U.S. Marshals. 
Still not sure what they were doing there, but they handcuffed him, <coughs> read him his rights. And then Brock came out and just like beat him down three times, even when he was in the stretcher spot. Matt, what did you think of this uh, to continue on the build to their match at WrestleMania? Well, I think they tipped her hand that Roman had already practiced fighting with those handcuffs on. If you saw the indentation on his forearm, oh, when they first go put the cuffs on him, look, you can see it's clear as day. A huge indentation from the cuff marks <laughs> that he was obviously practicing on earlier in the day that were still on his skin. Because um, <laughs> I kept thinking, are they going to show? They gonna, is he going to break the cuffs? That's what I thought. That, I thought that's the route they were going to take with it when I saw the indentations on it. Um, but anyways. I, I didn't just didn't do much for me, guys. I don't know what I missed on this one. I mean, I should have been excited. Brock was there. Um, his music hit. That got a cool pop. But then I don't know. Did you hear the crowd kind of die on it a little bit? I think they turned on Brock, and I think that's what WWE has want, been wanting. So, in Is that it sense, of it worked. That or was it just be? Because I don't care about this match. Yeah. Well, no. I thought the crowd was hot for a while. You know. You know what I think? Part of it was is we've kind of seen this a lot. We've kind of seen the the beat down on the stretcher, like just they just did that with the Bludgeon Brothers a couple weeks ago. Mm. Yeah. You know, they did it with Strowman like, and Reigns. They did that with Bludgeon Brothers a week ago, one week ago at Fastlane. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of mm. like you, when they're showing Reigns on the stretcher, you knew Brock was coming back and you know going to attack him yep. again. Yep. But that being said, I thought it was. I, I didn't think it was bad. I thought uh, the handcuffs, the whole U.S. Marshals thing was stupid. And the, they're cuffing him in the front because when they cuff, they cuff in the back. But I know why yeah. they had to do it. So he could. They should have just had it be security guards, or at least later have it shown that Paul Heyman's paying these guys off to act like U.S. Marshals to get the cuffs on them so that yeah. they can do the attack. But by doing horrible. the U.S. Marshals, he, and they're like, oh, he, you know, they should get the U.S. Marshals back here. No, Rain should be going to prison if that's part of the storyline that he attacked. U.S. Marshal. So I thought and, that part was just and storyline. They're gonna say that they cuffed him in the front because because he put his hands out and said, "Go ahead, you can cuff me. I'm cooperating." I think, but I still think legally you can't do that. No, like you, still you put can't. A, right? They think we don't know that. <laughs> yeah, it was dumb. The U.S. Marshals thing was dumb, but I thought uh, um, I think it 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 worked for what they're trying to do. It, it got the fans to turn on Brock uh, and Roman. Fans have been cheering him more and more each week. I mean, he's not Good. like. I want that. I hope so. Yeah. So um, I want that, but I don't think I don't know. I think there's. I don't think I'm not as interested in this match anymore as I once was. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, tonight it was sort of a stone cold uh, Steve Austin move. I mean, here you have the guy you're pushing as the face of the company, the top baby face of the company, is beating up law enforcement. Um, I just, I don't think the crowd really got behind it. And I've really liked this. You've heard us talk about this. I think what they've been doing with Roman lately is finally mm -hmm. what it was going to take to get everyone on board with it. Um, mm -hmm. Well, even in the attitude era, they weren't stupid enough to have Austin beat up cops. He'd get arrested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or have the heel come beat the crap out of him while he's wearing handcuffs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, but even then, that. the U.S. Marshals, if you got U.S. Marshals in the ring. You got to listen. <laughs> Why? Raj, Raj, you have to – listen, you guys. You have to suspend your disbelief for that. Otherwise, you can't admit you're a wrestling fan because that was humiliating to watch. <laughs> but all you had to do was say it was security. Just have security go down. But they're a federal law enforcement agency. It's not even a yeah. Texas Ranger they had there. We'll, we'll get to other things That's on like the having, show, guys. Yeah. That I, I hated this show. I'm sorry. I hated this show. <laughs> I was embarrassed to be a fan tonight on multiple occasions. We'll get into it more, but this was one of them. 
Yeah. I didn't just, hate this, but I, I see what you're I did. Saying. I hated it. The only thing I liked was Brock's music hitting and then bopping. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I love that too when he was delivering the beat down when Reigns was cuffed. And when they did the whole stretcher thing, it was just, it, they've just been too many. It's too much. Lesnar looked good. Brock looked good. Physically? Yeah, I mean, we haven't Brock's seen him on getting, TV in a while. He's getting Most exhausted. More yeah. mm-hmm. I think he's, he's uh, I don't know. I can't believe we're saying this about Brock Lesnar, but Brock is not, uh, doesn't physically look like he normally looks. So I'm just saying. Is his cool. physique changing because he thinks he might be going back to UFC? Hmm. He's getting old shit. He's got to be, what, 39, 40? It's not just that. If he wants to get back and go to back to the UFC, he's, he has to. I'm not saying he does anything or does you know what and whatnot, right, but he right, has to get back right. in the, the the testing pool for for like four old. months before yeah. he can even be eligible to. Uh, oh, yeah. Again. And, and he wasn't. By the way, just I know we don't want to get into this. It's a can of worms, but this is why people watch our show. Um, question: Does he fall in the category of those who have to take be part of the wellness policy? No. No. No, he does not. <laughs> Read between some lines. Right. There, so folks. yeah, they 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 came out a couple of years when the whole uh, UFC thing happened when he got but the, yeah, the failed ago. drug test. Uh, WWE came out with a statement saying that Bart uh, Bart Brock Lesnar was a was a uh, part time performer and part time performers don't have to are not subject to <laughs> the uh, wellness policy. So that would include. Vince Dude. McMahon, Triple H, The Rock, anybody that comes back. Roman, Roman, if you're watching, you ever want to go into business for yourself and really get over, <laughs> shoot on that one. <laughs> yeah, how you're on the road 300 days a year and you can't even take creatine and then say whatever else you want, brother. Yeah. Well, now that, now that the John Bravo thing was all smoke, maybe Roman will feel comfortable enough to give that promo. Yeah, um, that. yeah. John, so I'm so pissed I watched that. We'll get into that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I punched myself in the face for watching that. Oh my god, that, that was that was really sleazy. Uh, Oscar, okay, so Oscar versus Alexa Bliss. We got the recap about Bliss and Nia Jax before that. Um, Alexa apologized to Nia. Um, yeah, man, they did this match. She this does match. those. She's been doing those swerve promos a lot, but I still love it. For some reason, when she does it, I love it. Yeah, the, I'm she sorry, starts, not sorry. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Oh, just kidding. I meant to do it. <laughs> but for some reason, she pulls it off great. Uh, she does? I enjoy her heel work. And I think with her and Nia, I'm pumped for that match at WrestleMania. I think this story yep. has been really interesting. Um, this match versus Asuka... What'd you think of that tonight, Matt? Eh? Eh? Okay, I'll take that. I mean, it's kind of weird, right? Because everyone was saying, oh, this should have been a pay-per-view match. I think we saw tonight, there's probably a reason why this wasn't a pay-per-view match. Yeah, right? What did I... No, I don't know. It was okay. I mean, the DQ, the walkout finish, I mean, it was what it was. I'm you know? not a fan, again, of your badass being wrestling every week. Yeah. And not, not looking a like a badass. <laughs> And not right. looking like a badass and selling and yeah we get we yeah. say it every week that's why I say because eh, I don't want to waste the listeners' time. Yeah, yeah. No. Again, we and the reason why I keep bringing up Goldberg's streak is because I think it's that's the most effective one other than Undertaker's mm-hmm. WrestleMania mm-hmm. streak. But Goldberg's not doing 50-50 matches with guys his size and not being able to beat them. You know nope. what I mean? So you're pushing someone as a badass, book them like a badass, and I think they're just kind of killing Oscar's steam. They are. Um, so, you know, Matt, after you called them out on the podcast last week, 
we learned that they're not going to be repeating your TNA Impact storyline as tag team champion with Braun Strowman nah. because Kurt Angle said he has to have a partner at WrestleMania yeah. to take on the bar. Right. Uh, so tonight we were treated to... So, there, so who do you guys think it is? Who you guys Elias. said? It's going to be Elias. Elias. No, Elias was just my guess. I never said last week. I never said that there was any... I think they should bring Ellsworth back. I think that would be phenomenal. Oh God, that's Braun's such a waste. Up. Really? I mean, compared to what they've been doing with Braun? I, th I think I think Samoa Joe uh, or... Uh, Doesn't need him, though. Like, why... Because it, 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 it gets Samoa Joe on the card. I think... And, you, well, yeah, and then but, you could do a quick squash. You just do a quick... Because they don't have that much time for, for a lot of these uh, undercard matches. And so that's one you could have be a short throwaway match where you just show them be badasses, have them do a bunch of power slams afterwards. And then you got this real dominant tag team and then down the road, you could tease dissension and then lead that into a Braun Strowman Samoa Joe feud. Yeah. So, yeah. I think. Uh, I think I, I, I think Samoa Joe. I mean, I'm not like, on board. I'm not on board with anything other than him wrestling for the world heavy uh, universal title. Sorry. It. Trust me, it'll happen this year. But yeah, I, I, they I need, see what you're saying. Quit waiting. It's not going to be as effective. Yeah. yeah it, it's all about timing, right? And they're not striking when the iron's hot with with Braun. Yeah, and the match versus Cesaro tonight. What'd you what you guys think of that? Every match Cesaro is in, I love and I'm a fan of. Yeah, I, I thought it, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. I, I've never seen a Cesaro match I've not liked yet. I mean, serious. And you know what? It's been a long time since I've seen a Braun match I don't like, just because they're just fun. Yeah, You're not right? seeing anything technical. You're not seeing. It's uh, weird. Yeah, it's just fun, old fashioned, just. Big guy but, just slamming a dude around. And, but but guys, for years we've seen big guys that are mu much better than Braun in that ring. I'm sorry. And were crucified because they weren't having, you know, uh, according to my calculations, this is not a five-star quality rated <laughs> match. You know? And, yeah. and, 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 and sorry, typical big man squash match or typical big man power move. And why is it different now with Braun? Because, every, because guess what? We've seen According to my calculations, this was a five-star quality match all up and down the card now on WWE. Everyone on that show can go. So now when you see someone doing something different, which Braun is, it is different. It's completely different now. And it's cool because that's the way it should be judged. It's the way it should be rated. It is different. It is special. Because his stuff, his moveset, his look, everything about it is now completely uh, like bizarro world in WWE. And it's entertaining. I don't want to see a 20-minute match with Braun. I want to see him just get in there, destroy somebody, and, you know, growl a little bit and leave. So I think it's effective. He's the most over guy on the show. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, but I anticipate it'll be Elias. I mean, because that's it the other guy be. they're looking for. Yeah. It will be. It will yeah. be. Can you explain uh, the, that? Unless there's a match where Elias is put it, like he creates a match where the winner yeah. gets in. No, he says he offers himself up. He says, yeah. yeah, or something like that. Simple. Well, why, why would Braun take it when he's been feuding with him and, you know, just threw a piano on him a couple weeks ago? Kurt comes, that's it, guys. I've had enough of this. You guys going at each other's throats. You know what? I, you know, I don't know. Something stupid. Yeah, I can see that. I, I, you know, if I had a choice between Joe and Elias, I'd have Joe and then I'd have Elias win the, the Andre Battle Royal. I yeah. don't like Joe with no steam, though, coming back. I don't like Joe coming back with no steam. Actually, actually, you can have you know, him win the Battle Royal. I was thinking like, about tonight. People out. 
I'd like that for Joe. Sorry. After that Joe line in NXT, uh, when he was doing the attacks of yelling at Regal, get better security. I was thinking of him tonight with Roman and the Marshals. I was like, that should be Joe's angle when he comes back, like the enforcer that is the guy that makes sure shenanigans don't happen or that Roman pulls stuff like this. You know, sort of Kurt Angle's uh, muscle. I think it would be mm. a great role for him. Uh, just to give him prominence. But uh, I think, uh, look, we're going to get a promos where Elias is playing guitar and Braun's right. playing stand-up bass. So right. take that for what it's worth. Next. Revi- yeah, the Revival versus Titus Worldwide. We can just go on. <laughs> right? Yeah. Silence yeah. for the Revival. Um, this match is just complete filler. Yeah, but the Revival is said they're going to be the first tag team to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So that, that was really the whole point of this match was announcing the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. It's going to be half tag teams at this point because what else do they got for all those guys? Right. Cruiserweights, maybe? Yeah. yeah. I guess you could throw a bunch of cruiserweights in there, too. And they could immediately be eliminated because they're 100 pounds. <laughs> this isn't the match to be doing spots and, and moves and flippy-doos and all that other shit. This is just strong guys throwing out lesser strong guys. Yeah. For the majority yep. of it, for the majority of it, until Big Show charges and someone ducks and pulls the top rope down, and oh, Big Show's out. <laughs> Matt, you really should have gone into commentary. I think that's your, uh, your true calling. <laughs> um, I think Big Show might be done. Yeah, I th- yeah. think he's going to induct Mark Henry. That's who he said he wants. I can see that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're really close in real life. So, yeah, they weren't uh, at one time. I'll tell you that. They weren't nope. at one time. Oh yeah, no. It was it was it was always so funny. He'd be so he would say so many things about Mark. Um, Mark would come down to OVW with he'd get injured. Mark would get injured sometimes, you know, and he'd be sent down to OVW and he would work the shows. You know, mm-hmm. he worked me my very first feud actually. Uh, he was my wow. tag team partner, I should say, and it was a good dude. Everybody, nobody can ever say Matt Mark any bad words about Mark. You know, but they would also say he was overpaid and all these other things. And Big Show would be one of those talk about, you know, throwing, you know, rocks and glass houses, you know, (laughs) but but he did. But he did real quick to take the heat off of himself. Yeah. And both those guys really turned it around because they both were came in with a lot of heat because Mark Henry had like a I think they both had like tenure giant deals when they were signed. Mark Henry coming fresh off the Olympics, got a gigantic deal, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Show also got a huge deal. And then both were kind of flops at the beginning. Had to go to OBW, be sent away, and then uh, and then became legends. I mean, Big Show already was big from WCW, but he went yeah. down and then built himself back up. And a lot of right. people don't do that. No, yeah. that's true. Yeah. We got Sasha Banks and Bailey versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. This segment was very much about Sasha and Bailey's relationship, uh, including them talking ahead of time, doing a conversation that was much a recap of what started at Elimination Chamber. Crowd was not having this These smart ass fans sometimes, like oh, the not even giving them a chance, you know, like starting yeah. the what stuff right off the bat. It's like if it's sucking, go ahead. But they hadn't even started yet, you know. I, I've got to be honest. If I could have fast forward this, I would have. No, I mean soap opera ish, but at least let them try to tell the story. And if it sucks, then move on. Yeah. I just, just for my own me being a fan, it's taken forever to get to something that they should have gone with a long time ago. 
and 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 they're doing the best they could with it. The two girls, obviously, but it's no it's no fault of their own. It just took forever for them to book this and get to this part. And it's just, yeah, yeah. I did Although, I did like Bailey's explanation tonight of oh. why you know she was upset and. You know, it, it made sense with the story where they're going, and I, yeah. I think that's what it's going to end up with at the Women's Battle Royal. Like, one of them turns on the other, beats the living hell out of them, throws them out. Or one of them, where Sasha throws out Bailey wins, and then Bailey just loses it and <laughs> beats the living hell out of Sasha and turns heel. That you know, would be pretty cool. I think on the what promo, um, you know, in the in all the controversy last week, Matt, I think something got lost that was very important. I can't remember whether it was last Wednesday or last Monday, but you said something that was brilliant. And Raj, you should almost cut this out and put it. Matt Morgan talks about obnoxious crowds when you said you don't go to the circus and start yelling. <laughs> we want acrobats during the jugglers and sit there and say what when the lion tamer is out there. Um, <laughs> there is something to be said for an audience that knows their role in the proceedings and is supportive of the crowd. I mean, you don't sit there and pull this shit. Wrestling fans complain about a lack of story. Oh, we don't see Sasha and Bailey enough on TV. Oh, they've buried Bailey. They gave them this segment here. They're the only story so far that's going into this woman's battle royal, and the crowd mm -hmm. just craps on it. Yeah, you want to support your people that that you guys individually like as fans, and you think aren't getting. You think they're getting a raw deal. Well, then guess what? Go through these moments of shit storms with them and support them even more. Be louder than ever before. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the match with Sonya Deville, I mean, uh, and Mandy Rose, they won. Absolution got the win. They're telling this story. This is going to be a big, big, big part of the Women's Battle Royal. And uh, I hope they're able to pick up steam with it next week because I think both Sasha and Bailey deserve to have a better platform or more, more momentum. Look, fans online are pissed yeah. off that they're, they're not getting a singles match at WrestleMania. Don't crap all over them being the showcase of this uh, major women's match. Right, yeah. I mean, they get upset over that, and then they crap on the, the segments live. So, you know. Yeah, WWE is supposed to use your, your – they supposed to gauge your reaction and say, you know what? We're wrong. Let's let them have a singles match. You're not helping that cause. Right. Yeah. If that's what you want. Yeah, it's very weird. Very, very weird. Um, speaking this of weird. Is, this is going to be a record with how many uh, matches they have with women, you know. Definitely. Uh, the two title matches, Ronda Rousey, you know, Stephanie, the mixed tag, and, you know, and the, the Battle Royal. So you got four matches. That's – got to be a record at least for wrestlemania and i'm i'm guessing all of their pay-per-views unless i'm missing something yep. no in fact uh yeah no no six woman tag match this year no uh five woman get them all in there no fatal four-way i mean this is because they have a battle royal yeah but, well yeah but they're balancing that out with uh having two women's championship matches in addition to that ronda rousey and Kurt Angle, which is going to be probably in the last three matches that happen in the evening. If not, so. that, I wouldn't. I would not be shocked to see that be the main event. Wow. I would. I would. I would not. Roman's um, crowning achievement is capping the show. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Why are you laughing at that? That's what's capping the show. Watch. Because oh. of how they are making the Rousey thing to be the biggest uh. deal on the show, though. No, they're making, they're getting their money's worth with a fantastic video package, and that's how you display Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, um, <laughs> let's talk about Cena tonight. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't this this one I didn't like. I didn't like this tonight. I'm you know, with you. Ed, Edge made a comment 
um, on his podcast about how Cena's promo on The Undertaker last week was hokey. And I got it. I really got it. And I felt that same way to it. Like, Cena, when he's out there cutting this promo, he just looks like he's about to smile. Like, he doesn't feel it. It's just, he's just saying words. Um, he's saying what he's supposed to say, but the, the intensity's gone. He's checked out. And he's just kind of treating it like a cutesy, I'm having fun out here. And, you know, like it, like the faces he was making when Kane came out. Like, he's like, oh, oh, wow. I don't know. Just, uh, he's, he's, no, he's like the cartoon version of himself on the camp WWE. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's really what it looked like tonight when Kane's music is exactly what I thought I saw. You know what I think, given that we're getting Kane versus Cena next week? I bet you Cena's going to go to WrestleMania. Undertaker's not going to accept his challenge until Cena is in that ring in WrestleMania and calls him out. And then we'll come out as American badass with Kid Rock playing the theme. They have to advertise Undertaker. Yeah, I think that's I too know. big. It's but too big. Why are they waiting? Why are they waiting so I, long well, to do I, this? I don't think it's smart. <laughs> yeah. Um, not at all. And John, uh, I don't believe for one second in his voice tonight at all that he thinks Undertaker has an ego. Right. The weird angle. I think that's a very weird angle to take with this. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that he's going personal because that's different, but I don't like what he's... You could just tell he doesn't believe what he's saying, and no one else does. No. He doesn't believe that Undertaker's a coward. So, huh. you yeah. know, <laughs> it just yeah. comes across... It's I get it. It's hokey. That was the perfect word. Edge Edge nailed it. And he was then just the smiling. Like he just looks like he wants to smile and it's not taking it serious. He was more hokey this week. Last week I I got into a little bit. Uh, yeah. I, I got into it a little bit more. He was in the in the row with the fans, drinking the beer. Like a lot he was a lot more reactionary. It was I fun. Last week than he was this week. This week was yeah, hokey as hell. And it could have been just he did not buy the stuff that was scripted for him that he was supposed to say. And so Well he's John Cena. He can change that. Yeah. I think yeah. if John Cena was shooting and going off the top of his head, I honestly think it would be better. I think he's gotta have something better in him. Even with this. that, I just feel like you haven't seen like a legit angry I, Cena in years. Like where you you feel like he's into you, a feud. You guys are not crazy enough to think John's reading a script, right? I don't know where the. I'm giving I know that's how it maybe came across. I agree that's how it came across, but that is not the truth. No, I'm no. giving John Cena the benefit of the doubt. A guy who is so good um, at comedy. When he's, when he's into something. For whatever rhyme or reason, I don't know why he's not into The Undertaker yeah. at WrestleMania. Um, who knows where John's at in his life personally? We don't know. I mean, on talk but shows. I assure you, yeah, but I assure you, he is not reading that crap off of a friggin' script. Not John, no way, no way. Bullet Gary points, Vance. bullet points. Yes, that's it. Yeah, ego. I think you know. Thank God when he was talking about his wife's Instagram. Thank God he wasn't calling up the photos and like showing all the photos of Mark Callis like out and about shopping. Um, you know, and the other fan stuff. I mean, but I think I'm surprised he didn't call him Mark. I'm surprised he didn't go that far. I felt like he was really just sort of tearing down the myth and making him just seem like a guy. Ugh. Yeah, um, that could be done, and it could be done well. But this is—I yeah, don't have faith in John as of this moment doing that. I, I think that's that's going way a little too far with where they where they'd want to go with Taker because they enough, have never not, called Undertaker Mark on TV, right? And there's and there's no reason for a few weeks left before Mania to do that to the guy and his his legendary career. No way. Yeah. Well, do you think? Okay, It'd be like, like calling Hulk Hogan Terry. 
It just I called him Terry in promo after promo on purpose. If you go back and watch Impact, I swear to God. <laughs> but at this point. It's uh, funny, I thought. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It's sorry, I referred to him as Callus. I was thinking of his WCW mean Mark Callus phase as Callaway. Um, uh, yeah. Anyhow, I think uh, this isn't his last match. He was announced. Didn't they say he's going to be in the greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia? Um, no, makes me think... no, they said he'll be at it. He'll be at it. He'll be, yeah, it, not necessarily wrestling in it. I don't know. Maybe Survivor he's gonna, Series. He, he's going to be commentating. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, I new think back, new backstage interviewer after he retires. Retiring, I don't think he retires. I think he retires at Survivor Series because it's bookends. Ooh, ooh! I like that, and it's unpredictable, but predictable. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you, like you said, it's bookends. But I, I didn't know. I didn't put that together until you just said it. Actually, do you think they even do a retirement thing, or he just when his last match is done, you don't know it? Because how many uh, how many wrestlers have had a re- retirement? They can't. They can't do it. There's only WWE been one. Can't, WWE can't resist it. It's not. It's not Taker. It would be WWE that couldn't resist it. Do you think that they they might feel that it hurts his character to retire? You know no, what I mean? No, they want to put the bow. That WWE would be the ones who'd want to put the bow on it, not him. Yeah, it right. would be kind of nice. Not a, he's not a mark. Retire yeah. uh, Survivor Series. Uh, he'll be the first announcement for next year's Hall of Fame. You know, hey, I, I, I if, if, <laughs> if, if if I were WWE, I'd. For sure, promote the hell out of it. But I think uh, yes, I think there's a couple why. of things. One, they never know when he's retired. It's been like five years now. It's, been, it's actually been over ten years where we've been hearing that he might retire or like the, the next WrestleMania will be his last. Um, <laughs> I remember his first one with Triple H, and not, not the first, the second match with Triple H. Uh, that was the, ten then they had years the ago. No, no that was uh, that was 27. Was it the first one? Wait, what? Say that whole thing again. 2007. Okay. No, uh, WrestleMania 27, right? Hmm. I don't know numbers. Just give me uh, yeah, I'm forgetting. But eight they, years they, ago. They, eight yeah, years they ago. did wow. that one. And I remember wow. they were talking about how the next year would be Taker's retirement. And he beats Triple H and that's it. And that's really after that one was when he stopped like wrestling full time or like even uh, appearing throughout the year. Yeah. Um, I was at a St. Patrick's Day party over the weekend and was trying to talk to people about WrestleMania and wrestling as I often do. And a lot of lapsed fans who have not watched it for a while. <laughs> Hey, man, you know, we spend so much time doing this. It's one of the few things I have to talk about when I interact with other people. Um, Laps fans all were shocked that Undertaker is still wrestling. They were like, really? Yeah, right. He's still going. He's still doing it. Also, uh, sort of put finger in the air about Ronda Rousey. Their their take on her is that, well, eh, she's lost all these UFC matches. What else is she going to do? But that was kind of interesting. Yeah, Yeah. there are a lot of people that take it as like she has nothing else, you know. And if she would have retired before those two losses, could you imagine? That's what's dangerous about UFC fighters or any ultimate fighters for that matter. Once they lose and you're someone like, like. Oh, just, just lost you there. uh, It wasn't important. (laughs) No, but I see what you're saying, but there is a, there is a certain level of star power you could get. Like Tito Ortiz loses all the time, right? But he became a superstar, still means something in the ratings. Uh, I guess he's retired now, but um, he was not unbeatable though. That was a difference. When Ronda got beat, her pants were pulled around. Right. It was like when Tyson got beat. It was like being oh, deep pants on the playground. Yeah. 
And she took it. Like, my... She took it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Miz and the Miztourage versus the Balor Club. The Miz uh, dropping Tyler Black, and I'm assuming he meant to say Prince Devitt. Referred to Finn Balor as Prince Nevitt. Ugh. Yeah. Um, calling these guys get... out. It, it, Seth Rollins has been with the company for so long to bring up the indie stuff. It's, it's like bringing up John Cena and UPW, you know, like, or, or, uh, or the undertaker and, you know, uh, Mark Callis WCCW. Yeah. In Texas. Um, We're talking about Miz saying this, right? Yeah. It's because he still feels he needs to validate himself. You know what I mean? What makes Miz the Miz is that he constantly feels people don't respect him. So this is him, for some weird reason, being insecure, in my opinion, and still trying to get the internet fans' justification and, and, and tip of the hat by acting like he knows these things. I'm being serious. Maybe. Yeah. But it definitely feels like it's gotten very redundant at this point. Yeah. What, what, what do you mean by that? Him saying he's not getting the respect and, you know. Yeah, but stuff. when he says – when he says that, he says it on the big picture. Yeah. Okay. Versus John Cena's in that type of level. We're, I'm talking specific catered to the small niche internet wrestling community fan is what he was winking at tonight, in, in my opinion, or what he thought he was doing and getting the respect from them specifically. Yeah. But I feel like he's been doing this for a while. No. Again. Not with the smaller niche wrestling internet community. That's not what he's been doing. Well, he's, been do- yeah. he's been doing it mainstream. He's been doing it with, I need to be on the same list as Edge, Undertaker, and John Cena. I've been busting my ass for years. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. The no respect thing I thought was very odd to keep dropping that. Seriously, <clears throat> like he was Rodney Dangerfield tonight. He must have repeated that 10 times during his promo. Um, that's his angle. That's his character. I get it. The Miz, uh, the Miz and the Miztourage going against Finn Balor, Carl Anderson, and Luke Gallows. I thought the match was okay, but I feel like we're going to see the Miz versus Seth Rollins next week, and then the three at WrestleMania. Uh, they're overdoing this ahead of time to where I think... Great, great matches, but yes, they are. Yeah, they're wringing all the excitement out of this by showing it to us ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Raj, any thoughts on that? I feel, I mean, they do this every year, right? With the yeah. Intercontinental and U.S. title matches. You've see, you see these matches multiple times. They're always multi-person matches, and you see them multiple times before you, you get to the show. So I, I agree. It's, uh, it's overdone. Did we mention that Kane came out at the end of Cena's promo? We, and yes, we did. Yep, yeah. we did. And so it's Kane and Cena next week on Raw. Yep. Hope Michael to God Cole, they announced Michael Cena Cole had teased again. that they were going to do Cena and Kane at Mania. And it's like... <laughs> Everybody Sorry. knows better. <laughs> Don't even care about it on Raw. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Ronda Rousey video package tonight. We saw what they shot with. Yeah. Best part of the show. It was awesome. It was yeah, really good. It, yeah. It, uh, it, I love when they do like bring the reality into it. And it felt very real. It, uh, you know, it touched on her life. I, 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 I thought it was great. No, I think they should do more of that. There's a lot of wrestlers I would like to know this much about in the promos, but instead we get these dumb angles. They're doing uh, that. They're starting to do that on 205 Live more, and really? I think it's it's really cool um, when they do it. I, I, I wasn't on the last Wednesday show, but 205 Live last week, again, was a, an awesome show. They're, they, they're doing packages like that. So, um, <coughs> yeah, I thought it was great. It showed, you know, and it addressed her loss, and I always thought it would be a mistake for WWE not to address it, 
that Ronda did lose her last two fights and kind of, you know, uh, that was a big deal and they addressed it and she talked about how hard it was and it, it, it was all completely real. So it was great. I mean, there's a, her life is so, um, I mean, it is a movie, you know, her, her father committed suicide when she was a kid and, and had, growing up with that. And her mom was a, you know, a, a Olympic gold medalist and, and going that realm and, then becoming a superstar, you know, so fast. It's, uh, yeah, it's, she's got an amazing story. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think there's a lot of excitement for that match. And Raj, I think you're right. They could put that last. Um, although Matt, to your point, I think, yeah, it is very much Roman's coronation, but you know, in Dallas two years ago, I mean, myself and others left during that last match, we all felt we knew the outcome and we wanted to beat traffic and getting an Uber out of there. (laughs) Um, so yeah, maybe Rondo will keep butts in seats a little longer. Let's- people, are, people are bringing up that R- Rhonda was not at the show. She was actually there, and she uh, did a segment with Dana Brooke after the show. Mm. And uh, she destroyed. Uh, they had words. Rhonda destroyed her and left her laying with the suplex. So Rhonda was at the arena and did an angle after the show. So you can check out Wrestling Inc. There's uh, clips of the segment on the site. Very cool. And there was also uh, a thing with Braun and Elias during the the final ultimate yeah. deletion match. So they did not show the ultimate deletion in the arena. Those guys are lucky. (laughs) Okay, so I got an idea how you feel about it, Raj. Matt, what did you think of the ultimate deletion? This, again, was a moment where I was embarrassed to be a wrestling fan. I can't believe you buffoons have the blueprint, you know, right in front of you of how to make this work. We've seen it work, okay? And they did nothing. Like to to duplicate any parts of why that was successful the first time, I don't want to hear oh because it's been done before it can't be done again and be successful. Yes, it could. They they did it this, again. They did it <laughs> yeah. horribly bad, horribly bad. No, but in TNA they did it twice. Remember they did the the first deletion, then they did the Apocalypto, and the Apocalypto was still great. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was because they used different types of cameras. They did. They kept it out of the ring a little bit more. It, like as soon as Matt is talking, doing his oh ha 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 ha, then locking up and what? It was so corny. The 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 the, the percussion of the ring sounded weird out there versus it didn't sound that way with TNA, did it? Um, and just the outside entities that they have on that compound is what made that thing so cool. And they hardly did any of that with this one. This was in the ring. This was stupid. And there I was felt- none of that. There was none of that like ironic humor that they would do in the TNA matches, you know, where you had the right. Rock and Roll Express and right. you had people, you know, uh, Hurricane Helms come from the sea of uh, the Lake of right. Re- Reincarnation and just funny stuff that, you know, longtime wrestling fans would get. This was just cheesy, embarrassing, and, and horrible. People missing the TNA stuff and still cling, you know, clinching onto that. Just, would you be fine having a friend over watching this with you? <laughs> and no, if not, I, then I do you really like you know? Then it, do you really like it, or are you just uh, wanting I, to like it? I refused to watch after they were in the ring, and Matt did a side Russian leg sweep. I said I cannot watch this anymore. I'm going outside <laughs> in the garage, and I'm setting up for the podcast. I am so pissed off that I was looking forward to this. You miss the the Bugs Bunny Elmer Fudd type chase they did through the graveyard of deleted folks. Yeah, um, they kept Jeff Hardy's cameo in. They did, but that you know, was I, again yeah. it was a weak ending. I like uh, 
He didn't come up out of the water? No. So at the end, they threw Bray Wyatt in, into the water, and I, I was almost worried they're going to have him come out as Husky Harris. <laughs> right? That's what should happen. <laughs> yeah. It is what should have happened. But I think, yeah, I think it would have buried Bray a little bit. Um, as opposed to? Yeah, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what, versus making a 30-minute entrance? Right. Walking through a gate <laughs> laughing? What was different about that, other than the ring being in the woods? Yeah, <laughs> right. and it, it, and it, it being a bad match. Um, Vanguard yeah. One is now less over since going to <laughs> WWE. The whole thing is. I, yeah. I really hope they end this. Vanguard Maybe. One was more over with TNA, guys. I hate to break it. It's the truth. Dude, dude TNA what? showed the one area where they just destroyed WWE with this thing. Like they they knew where to give the right creative control and where to not step in. The final deletion I rewatched in advance of this. And to me, what it feels like is I'm watching the Hardys, the two guys that were doing backyard wrestling. I'm feeling that teenage spirit of, hey, we have a video camera. Let's do, let's make our own movie. Let's do something really cool. You know, it was goofy, but it was charming as hell because it was these, these two wrestling nerds making this really fun, extreme video. Um, and this to me just felt like a bootleg version of that. It tried to recapture it, but didn't have the charm or authenticity. It would be like if Vince got his hands on Southpaw wrestling, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. It would be, they, yeah. Where they, where they messed up was those cameras. They, you cannot use your normal cameras in that setting. Mm. Now, at least people complaining about pyro and WWE not using pyro. First pyro of the year. There was some pyro in this. So. But even that, how much cooler was it when Matt had the Roman candle firing it at Jeff and Jeff's got the garbage can lid trying to dodge and protect himself? I mean, tonight was like a weak version of that. Oh, man, it was... Yeah, that's what I wonder. Like, I'm like, did, have I grown that much older in two years when they last did that match that I now? But it's like, no, they just did it no. so much better. I remember when I saw that. That was one of those I did want to show my friends. I'm like, you got to see this. This is the weirdest awesome. thing. This is so but out there. But it's so yeah. crazy. You got to watch it. But and this, you... I'd be like, I, I don't know. I don't want you to see it. This is not what I watch. This, this is not what, what I do. Oh, let me show you NXT. That's what I meant to show you. That's the show I watch every week. Um, could you imagine someone flipping channels tonight? On the USA Network and just seeing that, going they like, might stop. I mean, it's it was that much of a train wreck. You never know. It was it was David Lynchian uh, in like bat in a bad way. It was someone like a David Lynch fan trying to be him. Yeah, yeah, it was it was bad. Um, and they closed the show with it. This is probably uh, which, the last we see of that. I hope, which gave me hope it was going to be good. You know, because this was pre-taped. Yeah, that you, thing was god awful. You would th yeah, that's exactly what I, th I thought. I'm like, if Vince gave the go-ahead to have this go last, he must have really liked it. And, but then you had Michael Cole issue a warning before they even showed yes, it. Yes, <laughs> where he buries it. He buries, he's like, this is one of the most obnoxious, like, I forgot his exact phrase, but it's like, Corey, oh boy. Corey Graves was like, you see his reaction? He's like, what are you doing, dude? You know, you know that came from Vince. The Michael Cole thing came from Vince. But... Mm. Yeah, they don't get it. They don't get what made the original great. They never have gotten what made Broken Matt so great in TNA. No, you're right. Yeah, that's why I think they should end it. Jeff Hardy, he's he's ready to come back. It looks like he was at the uh, at the performance center today, so um, it looks like he's they're not going to change anything regarding his DUI last week. So put him back together. Drop this woke and stuff. It's a shame. I was really hoping. I hope for Matt. 
actually that was my hope that that was Jeff Hardy's cameo was that Jeff was going to come in at the end of it and be like, Matt, I thought you said all this was behind you. I leave for a couple months and you're doing this crap again, you know, and just sort of bury it and that's it. And they're back to being the Hardys next week. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. He so just hit, he, Jeff just hits math with the chair and snaps him out of it. <laughs> he's like, Oh, okay. I'm okay now. And we move on. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, was it two more rolls? So yeah. So Matt, you missed the end. They threw Bray Wyatt in the, in the lake and that was it. He said he has been deleted. And, I knew it wouldn't be good. Yeah. After the ending, when they had Senor Benjamin under the boat, and you thought it was Matt, kind of again a callback to the final deletion, and they start singing the whole world in his hands. He tossed the globe at him. Oh, I hated that. It was, <laughs> but if he'd gone in the lake and come out as Husky Harris, I would have the gone best. there. They went yep. somewhere with that. Yeah, it had a purpose. Uh, maybe I'll come back you to have all of the Nexus. If you had all the, that's Nexus what I was just gonna say. Yes, Raj. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yes, that would have made up for the whole thing. Yep. Oh, definitely. Oh, the Nexus was in the lake. Um, <laughs> two more Raws till WrestleMania. How are you feeling about the build, Matt? How are you feeling about where we're at with everything? Is this not the worst? You, I mean, I, I hate saying this because it makes it sound like we like when I was a wrestler, I used to think all you guys just like hated wrestling deep down because you bury <laughs> show after show after show after and wrestler after wrestler. You know, as a performer, that was just my perception. Even though it wasn't a correct one, it was mine at the time. And i got to be honest, I'm on the other side of the fence here. It's like, I hate sounding like this because I want to I wanna say this, this stuff was kick-ass. This was great. This is exactly what the show needs. There was one segment I loved was Ronda Rousey segment, and that was it. Two weeks before WrestleMania, or three weeks with this week, right? And, and, and that's it? That's where we're at right now? This is horrible. This is the worst build I've seen for WrestleMania, and I don't know how long. Tell you know, me how long. I think I think people think that every year, though. No, not this bad, bro. Please tell me another year that's this bad. I when was the last? What was the last really good built-up match for WrestleMania? Daniel Bryan. Hmm. That was good. Yeah. So uh, that was four years ago. What about Roman Reigns? What, 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 give me Roman's uh, matches. Triple H, which that was, yeah. Um, who was last year? Uh, uh, last year was um, Undertaker. Undertaker. Uh, that, so that one was, last uh, year was okay. That, 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 that was, was good. cool. And Brock and Goldberg was good. Yeah, yeah. Brock and Goldberg was good build. That was good. Yeah. yeah. Bray and Orton, not so much. Jericho and Owens. Jericho really and Owens. Build. Yeah, Great. that was good. Yeah, yeah. Last year's actually was a good build. Yeah. AJ and Shane. Those, AJ Shane. All those guys had months and months of build. The only one that didn't was AJ Shane. That was kind of quick, if you remember. AJ yeah. beat the heck out of Shane backstage. That that segment right. that kept re-showing, that was good. Yeah. That built it up. Um, man, I look, okay, so here's the good news. Pivoting to some news this week. Tomorrow night, SmackDown Live, Daniel Bryan returns. Daniel Bryan gave an interview the other day, <laughs> I believe promoting the Saudi Arabia show, uh, or maybe he was promoting something in the Middle East. Um, but yeah. he said... What do you say exactly, Raj? But the the takeaway was that he might compete. At he said there's a chance he'll be wrestling at WrestleMania, but he he said that he has not been cleared. I I don't know what's going on. Like, does this mean like the WWE doctor won't even see him to clear him? Like, has he been approached about clearing him, or is it just like they won't even go to him? But because uh, we're only a few weeks away, and either Brian is hiding something, which he usually doesn't. Um, 
I thought the report was he wants nothing to do with it because they won't let him work a real match, that they're going to not let him bump and things like that. No, no, that's not real. Okay. No, no. Um, he, uh, I mean, he, he's, uh, he'd do it if he could. So it's all, all about him getting cleared. So uh, that's what he said. He's returning to SmackDown tomorrow night. They did that big angle last week. Um, seemed like they were building to a, a triple threat against Shane, you know, with Shane and Owens and, and, and Sammy, but that almost doesn't make sense. Um, even, even if you have Daniel Bryan as referee, cause it, it makes them look weak. If Shane can, you know, hang with two of the top guys. Well, he, he won't win, obviously, so it won't matter. Yeah, but I still, mean, he even being competitive against two guys. Simple. One turns on the other a lot earlier than expected. I don't know. There's a million yeah. ways to book around that creatively. They, they, those guys, in my opinion, they need Shane in that match. No, for sure. Oh, I mean, he will be. I mean, they clearly did that angle to build with something with Shane in them. Um, it's just, what are they going to do? And, and, you know, I think a lot of us, a lot of us are really hoping uh, that Brian gets cleared and uh, and that's you know that's what the match is. It's a tag match. I'd say we know more tomorrow. Shane and Dan? Yeah, yeah. Shane and Daniel. Yep. I'd say we know more tomorrow, but as we've seen with Undertaker, they're in no hurry to announce these things. Yeah, right. We're two weeks away. No, three weeks. Yeah, three Smackdowns. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, three Smackdowns. Two Raws left after tonight. I've never, I've never seen less of a buildup for Mania than this. I'm sorry. Where, where, and when? Well, yeah. Well, I, I can't. I think that year with, uh, I think that year with Triple Triple H and and Roman. I Who were the other matches? I have a feeling like Cena was on there in a good match somewhere. No, Cena was like injured. That. Oh wait, no, that was Dallas. That was the Rock coasted. I was there. Um, that was the six man Intercontinental ladder match. That was AJ versus Jericho. That was Charlotte versus Sasha and Becky. Um, that was Shane versus Undertaker. Shane versus Undertaker was the most anticipated match on that show. Okay, Hell in the Cell, and that had a you know sick ass bump. Yeah, but that match. We're not talking about we're not talking about the show. We're talking about the build. Yeah, remember here. Yeah, so that was the only match that had a good build. The girls' build was good. Yeah, the girls' build was awesome. No, absolutely. I agree. Um, so tomorrow night, SmackDown, we'll see what they do there. Now, here's the wrinkle. AJ. Whoa. Just lost. Hey, really Glenn quick. Just fell who, off. Cares, who cares? Glenn fell off. But how about this really quick, Raj? The girls build this year is very good. I'll say that much. Yeah. The girls build this year is actually, in my opinion, the best of anything else so far that's on this card. I think those two have been good. I think the Rousey build has been pretty good. Uh, there was right. that one week where they had Kurt saying he right. had made it up and it, it made no sense, but right. outside of that, I think that build's been good. Um, and then we'll see, man. AJ Nakamura, I, we'll see uh, what Glenn jumps on, but did you, you heard about that, right? What? So AJ apparently suffered some sort of injury. And oh, he, he, they did an injury angle at Friday night's uh, live event at Madison Square Garden where he was attacked beforehand so they could pull him out of the match. And they changed. Yeah. It was supposed to be AJ Nakamura against Owens and Zayn. Oh, they no. did an injury angle, but he came back later, was still limping, and you know saved Nakamura. And then missed the rest of the weekend live events. And he was at Raw tonight to get checked out, but we don't know uh, what happened there yet. So, oh, man. I pray he come. Oh, man. That because yeah the the WrestleMania card that takes a huge hit if uh, that's supposed to be the best match of the the show as far as bell to bell goes 
Yeah. So, uh, Glenn, we're talking about AJ and Nakamura. Yeah. And AJ suffering some kind of injury. So, um, we'll know more tomorrow. So, uh, yeah. Let's just Sammy let's KO hope, hope for the Nakamura best. Triple threat at Mania. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they'd have to put the title Shame. on. Else. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I mean, they'd have to put the title on KO probably to do it. But yeah, with AJ missing shows over the weekend, I hope he's not seriously injured. Yeah, hopefully it's something you could just uh, heal up and, and be ready to go in three weeks. Like, you know, how like Rollins was last last year where he he had that knee injury, but he was able to come back in time. So, yeah, um, Mark Henry in the Hall of Fame. We touched on a bit yep. earlier, so I'm yeah. surprised they're adding him to it at this late date. Yeah, I'm happy for him. Yeah. Great. One of the best human beings, not wrestlers, human beings I've ever met. Well deserved. Um, he, he was going to go in some year. Uh, oh, it definitely. seems. It seems a little. Well, seems like they got a lot of guys this year. So I was very kind of surprised they used him when they could save him for another year when they'd need a little more star power. So, yeah. but well deserved. Um, <laughs> man, I cannot stand when they do this. So and so broke the story, especially when their own magazine had it leaked. We we had reported on it over the weekend that their WrestleMania magazine has it that Mark Henry's in the, the hall of fame and came out days before, but Oh, well, there's, there's a, there's actual magazine. They still make magazines. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's digital or if it's an act. No, no, no. no it's I an saw actual a photo of the print. Yeah. It's a to, photo to get autographs. It's eight by 10 photos of the wrestlers. I think that's cool. Yeah. But that's about it. They have to have the programs printed already for everything, right? At this stage, probably there's still programs out there if they didn't mm. recall them with the Moolah name on the Battle Royal. Yeah, given how far they plan in advance, Ooh. but who knows? It sounds like yeah, stuff's coming actually, last minute. I'm us. sure that WrestleMania Ooh. magazine probably has that in there. That's yeah. going to cost a lot of money, guys, to get those uh, programs redone. Yeah, with, the, with Moolah. Yeah, yeah. Other thing, if they even bother, <laughs> you know. Like ah, collector's item. They yeah, did, yeah. They did the tough. In their opinion, probably their eyes. They did the tough part right. by by conceding. Okay, this isn't a great idea. Yeah. Yes, and Stephanie McMahon thanked everyone for letting their voices be heard. Yeah, I remember that year that Triple H and I believe she didn't know. I really do. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, I really do. Yeah, um, and they did announce uh, not on the rundown, but they announced the next day, Friday, Mania next year, New York. Yep. Nice. Yeah, so Small they're man, returning. MSG? What's that? MSG? No, 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 no. They they only do stadiums. It's uh, MetLife. So where they did, uh, was it 29? With Please. The Rock and Cena? Yeah, New Jersey. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, man, we're going chronologically a bit through the week here. But a Friday, the John Bravo a video. busy week. Released. Jesus. Yeah, the John Bravo video. It dropped like a mixtape. <laughs> In my Frigging toilet is where it dropped. Man, brutal, pathetic, so pathetic. There were just some things he did that were just so sleazy. Like you know, he had when he was promoting, hyping the video coming out. He, like there were pictures of Jesse Ventura. In the video, uh, it was that somebody used Jesse Ventura's name to order, <laughs> to place orders. It had nothing to do with Jesse Ventura. It was uh, Jesse Burdick uh, who trains. Uh, Seamus, Jinder Mahal, yada, he, yada, yada. He, he went out of his way, you know, to, to try at the end and in the beginning to say, like, because my word is so important and, you know, I need to get the truth out there. So 
you know, to try to take the heat off of him for what the shit he was about to deliver. Yeah, like it, he was showing the, the Rock and Cena. His big implication was there was a text where someone said, "Hey, have you talked to Rock or Cena yet?" <laughs> like that was, you know, like that was. It was so thin. There was no um, receipts or any evidence of any major WWE star. There's some stuff with Chris Bell and Mark Bell. Uh, Rick Bassman, who had trained uh, John Cena 20 years ago, uh, you know, brought in the Ultimate Warrior Sting 30 years ago. Yeah. It's like, what the? F- You've been saying for weeks you had evidence. You said you had it and you're ready to present it, and people are going to be shocked and, and they're going to be amazed by what they see. And <laughs> goodness gracious. Where does he get paid off for this? Where does the money come for him? Well, he's making a documentary, him and that Richard Rodriguez. Okay, where does it play? Where does he get paid for this, though, is what I don't get. Oh, so he's been saying um, he's not doing these YouTube videos for money and that he is already pretty well set. So I don't know where huh. he made his money. But, um, uh, yeah. It's, he owes uh, a big-ass apology to Roman Reigns is what he does. I think yeah, I think so. And the fact that at the end he was still saying that he had evidence, he just needs to be 100% sure. You should have been 110% oh, sure before you even mentioned his name. Yeah. You know, like yeah. get out of here with that shit. And Chris yeah. Cavallini, I'm friends with Chris Cavallini. He brought his name up uh and trying to tie him to steroids and gender. Get the get the hell out of here, dude. I know Chris had a very crazy past. And it's his his past. He puts out there to everybody because he's a great American success story of doing some very bad things and being a dealer and getting caught and serving time. And since then, opening up his own company called Nutrition Solutions, which is a great meal prep company that I've used to use for years. And he loves working out. He loves inspiring people like nobody's business. He inspires people. He hires ex-cons and people to give them a second chance within his company of nutrition solutions in the kitchen, delivery, whatever have you. It's a great American story. Absolutely. This douche is going to play off his past and act like it's part of his present, which is not the case because he looks at Jinder Mahal being super ripped up now. Are you, this guy needs, this guy's an idiot, an idiot. Yeah. And there was no evidence linking uh, and sorry from earlier, a correction, Jesse Burdick trained, uh, Trained with John Cena, not, Cena. Uh, not with Jinder and Sheamus. But, but even that, if you're going with anyone that's ever trained with these guys, right? And <laughs> saying, oh, well, there's a connection. Me? Yeah, I can name a thousand <laughs> I've lifted with that probably dealt it for all I know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. You know, credit, I know wrestling journalism has a bit of a bad rap, but credit to, to Wrestling Inc. and the other wrestling sites for not sensationalizing this or taking any of these very thin connections at face value and taking the ball and running with it. I mean, within minutes of this video being released, everyone was very quick to just say, this is BS. I mean, our our, our headline was no evidence implicating Roman Reigns. Uh, This guy, man. I I think he thought he was going to work the wrestling sites that you guys would want the headlines and the clicks. And say like, oh, he he yeah. he tied John Cena and The Rock and yeah, and Josh Duhamel, everyone. Yeah, he, and same thing, Mark Wahlberg. He said there was no evidence. Uh, like, he didn't what in the hell? What and, the- and then he's saying, well, it's on a, another text. You know, it's on another phone or a laptop <laughs> that the that, DEA has. That the DEA has. It's like, well, get that first. Yeah, maybe. 
You, you know what I don't like? I didn't like the, there has to be a lawsuit here, by the way, of defamation, in my opinion. Listen to the music that's being played. Even when they talk about Jesse Ventura, the black and white photos and the evil sinister music. Right. This and guy's like, a wrongdoer. You know? Jesse Ventura. He had nothing to do with it, but someone used his name. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, you, dude, he's got to be taken to the woodshed for this. I'm being serious. You got to take this dude needs to be taken to task for this. Yeah, I think there's always that issue when you do that, that, uh, you know, cross examination and have you ever done steroids? And then that whole can of worms could open up, you know, with anyone that that wanted to go down that path. But uh, it was uh, it was really weak. And so, I, I, you know, it almost I almost feel like it helped brains in a way, because I think a lot of online fans feel like he was kind of uh, the victim in all of this, you know, because he was the name that they were really pushing. Yeah. He so, was really using Reigns in all these videos more than anyone else, more than Mark Wahlberg, more than Josh, D-U-H-A-M-E-L. I can never say it. Um, <laughs> it's just Dumel, Raj. It's That's pronounced it. Dumel. Dumel. Yeah. <laughs> you could just say do. It's fine, man. Josh, it's all good. Josh D. <laughs> Josh D. <laughs> No, um, yeah, 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 he was. I mean, he he's posting fitter uh, pictures of a GNC, being like, "You won't believe the evidence I got that this GNC for this video." It's like fifteen wrestlers. Oh, my God, it's just the thing I don't get is if you're going to do all this time, effort, and energy to make a documentary, like there's an infinite world of possibilities. I've watched documentaries on the thinnest of subjects before and been fascinated and entertained by them. Why? Why this? Why was this the hill he wanted to die on with trying to implicate Roman Reigns in particular? I don't yeah. get it either. I don't. Yeah, someone's someone's met, someone said that. It's another one of Vince's attempts to get Roman Reigns over. <laughs> <laughs> well, say, the, say, say the listener's name. Who said that? Uh, I can't even. Briamy. Briamy. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, Br- yeah. People on social media use real names. Don't use stupid abbreviations. <laughs> right now, we're trying to give you props, and we can't. Uh, someone else bringing up that John Bravo just talked about doing words. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't. He's admitted to that. He said. He, so do I. And does that make me go out and make a, a fake? You know what I mean? A, a, a suppository. TRT, I, I, right? Right, Matt. Wait, a suppository. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Does that make me go to make to put some shitter out there on 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 film and start accusing other athletes? Shoot it on your phone and just be, hey guys, I got the real deal. <laughs> One time, I was in a gym with John Cena. We had a meaningful glance. Come on, yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, John Cena was at the Arnold Schwarzenegger just you because know, a bodybuilding guy, expo, and Schwarzenegger did steroids in the '80s. Just because a guy admits to taking steroids himself does not mean, okay, this right. guy, everything he's going to say is the truth moving forward. Right. <laughs> Come on. It's Come so on. weird. I mean, and it, look, it came out on Friday night. News does not break typically on Friday night. If you had to decide when to release something. I mean, if he really had something, dude, release it right before Monday Night Raw. You know, I mean. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he seemed like he just wanted to drop it and move on. He said he's, he's taking a break from making YouTube videos. I'd, I'd hope <laughs> <Good>. so. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. Poor I man. I feel bad for Roman, but at Me the same too. time, I think it helped him out. I think it, it, it really, yeah. I think people were pissed that, um, this guy used Roman's name like that. And you look at his, the YouTube comments so. on his videos. They're all, 
you know, saying how he screwed over Roman, how Roman should get him, you know? Oh, good. That's good. So there was some positive. I didn't know that. That's good. Yeah. Wow. So we covered a lot tonight. Yeah. This is good for being, uh, staying mostly on topic. We hit a lot of things. We're going to be back here Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern, talking about SmackDown Live. Man, the next time we meet to do this, Daniel Bryan could be announcing that uh, he's coming back for WrestleMania. I doubt that's happening, but I it would be it, cool. That would be that would change everything, you know. That would change so much stuff around with this year's Mania, right? Oh yeah, I mean, oh yeah. But, yeah. And I still think I still think with Cena and Taker, once Taker, if he comes out, I don't know, I don't know it how changed. they do it. But it does change. I agree. Yeah. I think if he's coming back as American Badass and the Kid Rock thing. <laughs> oh, Glenn. What? Quit, I'm just saying. Quit, quit at Snickers. <laughs> I'm just saying, if that's the surprise that he's coming right back. Right Snickers about how uh, yeah. WWE needs Here's to bring Snickers. him back as American I'm Badass. vegan, so I don't actually eat your product, but I would like to file a grievance with you. Can, um, I, can I say something? Because I know a lot of yeah. people have been talking about that with Kid Rock's Hall of Fame induction. Yeah. Undertaker, American Badass, outside the entrance, was not that cool. He just looked like a, a member of the DOA, right? Yeah. 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 Like, I, I, I like that he was he talked and he cut promos and he you know what I mean? He he really did change his character. He did play he did play heel heel in there as well. Pretty he played chicken shit heel, I recall, for a minute there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you know, he did a good job. He started doing media interviews and like there, there was one he did with uh, off the top rope in Canada. It's just still fascinating to watch till this day, where he's talking about Mick Foley's Hell in the Cell bump and yep. all this stuff. And I mean, I just think in the ring as an overall character, the uh, the Dead Man is. I take Dead Man over American Badass. I want Big Evil Taker to come back. You know, the 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 Undertaker version nobody talks about. Which anyway. one was that? Was that where he had the hood and where, yeah, with the red the red the red sweatshirt with the hood on and like uh, what's his name? Jim Ross would always call him uh, Booger Red, and I'm like, oh, why is he calling him Booger Red? I don't get it. What am I? I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. I know. I think part of it's people wishing with the Kid Rock thing, and I think part of it is that they're trying to justify what they saw last year with Roman Reigns and Undertaker that the if the Dead Man is retired. American badass taker can come back like they're two different people. I don't know. It's, oh, it's stupid, man. Matt. We're wrestling nerds. We we come up with our own little weird hey, logic. For we this. just watched a guy being thrown into a lake and, you know, all that. <laughs> so it's not that stupid. So, Glenn, let's yeah. pretend WrestleMania is on. John Cena is in the ring. We yeah. don't know if Taker's wrestling. So far, we think they, we, they're, we're being sold this bill of goods that it's Kane. All right, and it's actually really believable, okay? And yeah. we think this is going to happen. It's Kane versus Cena. We're all pissed off. <laughs> Cena's in the ring, and all of a sudden, Glenn, you hear, oh, they call me Cap. Now, what are you doing right now in this moment? I'm just like, holy shit. Oh, my God. And if he comes out on the motorcycle, if he does, like, remember when he did the Limp Biscuit entrance, and he's riding out on the motorcycle with the American flag on the back? Like, Thank you, Glenn. Thank I'm going to be one of those reaction videos on the internet. The guy that jumps out of his seat and is going, Aah! You're going to end up in one of those WrestleMania, <laughs> like the guy with the big <laughs> eyes when Taker lost the streak. <laughs> Glenn, you're, I know, I, I, we know each other so well on the show. It's amazing. Yes. <laughs> it's very easy to be the prisoner of the moment in wrestling when they do something cool. Right. You know? yeah. 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 Wide I, range I, of emotions. 
That's what's great. Yeah, about I, I, I could almost see that, you know, because it would take her with his entrance in the past. They've used Johnny Cash at the beginning and then it breaks into his, his song. I can see them doing something, you know, come up with some have Kid Rock come up with something that's more dead man ish and, and do part of his intro or something like that. I yeah. just I, I think the American Badass, it was such a short period of time, too. It's not. Hey, I if I do, you my way. It, do you think it's a montage? Like a oh. quick montage, but then that for that one part, Kid Rock does it live? I don't know. Oh, maybe. It seems weird. You don't book Kid Rock and not have him play. I mean, they involved Snoop Dogg in doing Sasha's entrance two years ago. Which was fucking badass. That That was. was She should have won the title at that one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. uh, they didn't book Kid Rock. He's going in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but you don't. That's part of the reason why, though. It's no. like there's no other. Maybe they said, what? He's got a song about New Orleans. No, We're going to sure. play it for you until Where you was, shoot yourself. Sure you perform. Did Drew Carey do anything? He was in no. that Royal Rumble. Did he get. No, no. When he got. He was in the Hall of Fame. No. Oh. No. Okay. No. no. I mean, how many of the celebrities actually did something? Mr. T was in a backstage segment. Um that you know, and then none of them well, really got involved. Well, Kid Rock has the theme, but the theme isn't that New Orleans song. It's this other Kid Rock song. Yeah, right? so I could see him performing that for sure. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I just don't think that's his most memorable character, and with his career winding down, I don't know. And just and just to be clear about this, I would mark out a hundred times more if it was Limp Biscuit doing Rolling and Undertaker oh. coming out on the motorcycle. Yeah, that was pretty cool too. Because Limp Biscuit went away. Kid Rock has never alive? gone away. Uh, Fred Durst? Fred yeah, Limbisk still tours. In, uh, they're huge in East Germany. Like, they huh. tour all over, like, Russia and Prague and stuff like that. Um, but the thing is, Kid Rock's never <laughs> going away. So I'm not nostalgic for Kid Rock. I'm nostalgic for Limp Bizkit because they've been out of America. I'm, I'm not nostalgic for either. I could listen yeah. to them both, but... It's a dark time. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see him come out in a hearse or something, like back in the day, you know, when they used to do those crazy entrances. Oh, I want to be a casket and... match, you know, like do like the full thing, Buried Alive. When's the last yeah. time they did a Buried Alive match? Not enough time. Two weeks. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to get that. a lot of dirt for that. Okay. Um, so right. Wednesday. 12 noon Eastern, SmackDown Live recap, talking about all the latest news. We are in Mania season. I'm sure we'll have 20 more things to talk about, 20 more stories between now and then. Matt, BP Matt Morgan on Instagram and Twitter. Rajgiri underscore 303 on Twitter. I am Glenn Rubenstein on Twitter. Would appreciate a follow. And we will see you back here Wednesday on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care, everyone.